Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, David O'Ryan, Peter Williams, and Colleen O'Hara, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get access to exclusive Patreon shows, ad-free listening, and production updates, you can head on over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory. It is so wonderful to have you here. My name is Zachary Fortescom, and I will be your game master today. I'm here with James Barbarossa. Hello, I'm everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and playing with us is Laura Gerling. Hello, I'll be playing as Meredith Winver, High Elf Bard. Liz Campbell. Um, hello, I will be playing Zongroff Gralshak, uh, Orc Rogue and member of the Harbor Guard. Maddie Searle. Hello, I am playing Isidore Ravenwood, the half-dark elf necromancer. And Pip Gladwin. Hello, I'll be playing Tor Brennan, the dwarf paladin and blade of Valorous. Amazing. Thank you very much, guys. So we are playing a game called 13th Age. You know this by now if you've been hearing. Uh, but just to tell you anyways, it is a D20 TTRPG designed by Rob Heinsu, lead designer on D&D 4th edition, and Jonathan Tweet, designer on D&D 3rd edition. And it's published by Pelgrane Press. If you want to check out the system yourself, go to the podcast description where you can find a link. Last we left off, our characters had been thrust into another vision of a destroyed New Harbor. Zongroff witnessed moments of her now vanished mentor, Detective Ironbone, reaching some sort of agreement with the Rapscallion crime family. Meredith witnessed a crater at the center of the Ivy Lanes. Tor Brennan felt echoes of Rosgard, the city destroyed by the Undying King. And Isadora witnessed a vision of her mother, who began to throttle her before she was jolted out of her vision. So, if everyone's ready, let's get started. Zongroff, you start awake in your bed. Your face is clung to some papers about the rapscallions, kind of dribbles, up, and you wake up, and yeah. Uh, uh, um, I think I just, I, I try and pile the papers. I try and kind of get, I need to get, I, I need to get out. I need to go and find the others, find uh, Tor Brennan, I guess. What a weird okay, thought. Find Tor Brennan. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> you can't just contact him. He doesn't have. No, he doesn't. I am stuff. his phone. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I just like get. You know, it's like trying to 
put on boots and stuff papers into a folder and everything at the same time. <laughs> so, um, Zongroff, as you know, uh, you share this apartment with uh, a, a flatmate um, uh, yeah. called Ark Longcross. Uh, and as usual, uh, Ark is uh, already up and Adam in the other room. You can hear him on the go. I, I come bursting out of my room in a in a f- kind of flurry of... <laughs> You see that he's already spread out all of his books on the kitchen table. Uh, and uh, when you walk into the room, you start him and he just kind of throws all of his stuff into the air. Absolutely shocked at what's just happened. <laughs> I think it's just a mix of his papers and my papers. Yeah. Of... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, no, that, that one's mine. I'm sorry. Uh, morning, Zongroth. How are you today? Um... Fine. Oh, oh, good. I'm glad you're doing. I'm glad you're doing well. Um, what have you got on the docket for today? I've um, I have to go and talk to my colleagues. It's this. It's this missing persons. It's um. Sorry. How are you? How are you, Ark? Oh, I'm sorry. oh I'm excellent. Oh, I'm just reading. It's a very interesting book, actually. Um, oh, thank you for asking. Um, it actually discusses oh. the, um, the 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 merits of um, of community led policing versus a more well uh, uh, militaristic style, and um, uh, contrasts the two. Uh, I'd actually love to get some first hand perspective if if you have any. Uh, um, yeah. I think Zongrov's trying to grab like a piece of toast or something yeah. and therefore cannot avoid this conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Com- community policing. Yes. Uh, um, what would you uh, say the role of a community watch officer would be in the everyday life of a, a, a citizen? Well, um, you know, y- you know, the most... Uh, Sacred word to the orcs is community, so, um, g- good. I mean, the police are there f- for the community, and, um, therefore, the community policing would be a good thing. I'm, Zongroff is definitely not even thinking of the words that's coming out. She's just sorting the papers <laughs> and getting, <laughs> getting the toast. Mm. Uh, you do see one of one of the graces of living with a philosophy student and a student at that is there's yeah. always a pot of coffee on the go. Oh, God, so yeah. you see a pot of coffee on the side. Oh, uh, do you mind if I just a little bit of coffee? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, by the way, what do you think that the role of government ought to be in regulating police powers? <laughs> um, just while I've got you here. Yeah, uh. You know, um, obviously there's a relationship to the, um, hey, uh, what do you think about that? Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, an, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting conversation now that you mention it. Um, given the, uh, the, the social discussions around the, uh, the upcoming election, uh, you know, I, I mean, I am, I don't know who I'm. Uh, going to vote for yet, but you know it uh, brings into question uh, the st- crime has certainly been on the uh, on the docket, uh, so to speak. And I'm sure you're, uh, I'm sure you know all about that. Um, yeah, no, I know all about crime. Mm. Um, <laughs> please don't tell, yeah. me, tell me, tell me more. I would love to take some notes. Uh, if you've not got a busy day, of course. 
Uh, Marvelous. Um, so <laughs> what would you say would be an overreach of uh, police power? <laughs> My speaking stone is going off. Oh, yes, of course. I wouldn't, <laughs> I want, to, take this. I wouldn't want to uh, interrupt you. Oh, by the way, um, you, uh, you, actually have, um, you actually have some post uh, arrived for you. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I'll go and... Yes, I've left it by the coffee. Uh, I'll I'll pick it up and add it to my pile of yeah. So you've got a stack of letters, and there's a very long long box that's addressed to you. Uh, oh, uh, I'll I'll open it, I guess. Kind okay. of one handed with everything else. Yeah, I'm holding. absolutely. Um, you pull the tab all the way around the box, and then lift the top half to find a gorgeous bouquet of roses. Yes, for you. Oh, no, no, they're definitely addressed to you, Zongroff. Very interesting, very interesting. Any, any, uh, any uh, romance on the card for you? Any romance? I, I immediately begin inspecting them. They're like some kind of crime scene weapon. Like, yeah. it's just uh, a full <laughs> forensic analysis of these. Yeah, you see that nested in the bouquet is a little card in the shape of a heart. And written on the back of the card, you can see there are the words, uh, with love and some kisses. Uh, and there is no indication on the packaging uh, who sent this to you. Uh, uh. Right. Um, I'll put the card in my in my jacket, and then uh, that's just what you needed, Zongroff. Another mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I put the card in my pocket. I kind of hold the roses for a second and then just get like just a, a water glass out of the cupboard that is not nearly big enough. Put like an ounce of water, jam the roses in it, which I presume kind of immediately fall out and go, um, yeah, there you go. Brightens up the place. Oh, those are lovely. Really does brighten up the place. You have so few decorations on Grove. Yeah. I, I mean, I bought some posters and I haven't had the time, uh, soon. Yeah. Not wanted posters, I hope. <laughs> Nobody I know, is it? <laughs> uh, hey, have you I figured just... out the meaning of life yet? Oh, it's interesting that you should say that. I actually have a book around here somewhere. Where is that? <laughs> Art goes off and yeah. uh, goes to look for the book. While he's going to look for the books, I definitely use that opportunity to sneak out. Fantastic. You sneak out the door uh, and you walk out onto the streets of the Ivy Lanes. Um, you also just quickly notice that uh, you also received a letter from your mother. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll open that too. Yeah, if you want. As, um, as I walk. So, yeah, yeah, uh, you see that it's a very formal invitation from your mother mm. uh, inviting you to family dinner at the end of the week on Driste the 20th. You'll apparently be celebrating Vilskrat's presumptive re-election right. uh, to the council, as well as your twin brother and sister, uh, Kralpak and Lokdroff's birthday. Mm. Uh, and the note says you may bring one guest if you wish, but any dietary restrictions need to be forwarded to her with haste. <laughs> I will also put that in my jacket <laughs> for later. Fantastic. Um, yeah, great. Uh, where are you headed? Um, yeah, again, weirdly, I'm trying to find Tor Brennan. Um, great. Well, I think you know that um, 
I would say it's reasonable for you to know that they're stationed at uh, Langford Manor. Okay. Um, that, that would, yeah. Yeah, makes yeah. sense for you to know that. I'll, I'll go there. Fantastic. Okay. So we're going to cut over to Tor Brennan. Uh, you wake up uh, bright and early, I, or not? I presume similar time to Zongraf, realistically. Uh, it's probably sl- probably slightly earlier. I think I got. I think I slept better. Uh, can you guys do a post constitution to see who got up early? No, I'm yeah, kidding. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're doing that. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you got, Liz? Twenty-three. Twenty-four. Damn. Oh! Ooh! One minute earlier. <laughs> you got up exactly one minute earlier. <laughs> That's amazing. Can't wait to right. arm wrestle. I win. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tor Brennan, you awake, and there's a knock at your door. Uh, uh, yes, uh, one moment. Um, I'll just sort of get up and put something on and have walk over and open the door. Yeah, so you open the door and you see Rose the Swift is there. She clearly got up. Uh, she clearly rolled a 30 on her constitution. I don't call her Swift for nothing. Yes. Hey. Ah, Rose, good morning. Um, yes, good morning. Uh, I'm I'm a mess. Um, hmm. One one moment and I like shut the door. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, oh, all right. Like slowly, not impolitely in her face, but just close it. Um and uh, uh, put a shirt on, uh, catch myself in a, like, pass a mirror and then go back. And I'm like, hair, <laughs> moustache, real little little wax. Just make sure that's, you know, as, as majestic as it can be. Cool. Uh, and then and back to the door. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Uh, no, I, I was just, um, I just thought I'd see how you were doing. Um, I heard you, um, I heard you, uh, Spoke with Elias yesterday. Uh, yes, I, um, I, I, I dropped in. Um, it was late, but um, uh, I, I saw saw the candles were on in his room, so I, I assumed he was still up. Yes. We had a quick chat. Yes, he's been wanting to see you for a while. I'm, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you managed to bump into him. Uh, yes, yes. Good. Um, yes. He seems uh, perhaps a little better. Well, that that's good. I, I'm. I'm glad uh, he's not he's not been himself lately. I um, I know you were only uh, new with us when we lost uh, uh, Gwyn and, and, and Wendell, um, but he, he's he's taken the loss particularly hard. Uh, I'm, I'm I hope you are patient with him. Uh, yes, of course. Excellent. Um, uh, Erin uh, mentioned that you were you were around the uh, the rally yesterday. Um, what was going on there? Ah, yes. Um, we had a little dust up at the top of a uh, the um, uh, clock tower. Silly name. Deafening door. That was it. No, that was fully in canon. That was Torbron and not remembering oh. the name of the clock tower uh, and thinking it of had course. a silly name. Um, <laughs> not, not a criticism, Zach. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, yes, an odd business. Some uh, uh, robotic creatures. Blimey. Um, which we dealt with. Um, oh, you, de- you dealt with The sergeant them. and I. and uh, Yes, the, 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 the sergeant and I. And... Um, um, couple of civilians oh, yes, got involved. Su- civilians got involved. 
Yes. Oh, well, I hope nobody was hurt. No, rather handy civilians at that. Oh, um, right. And uh, yes, there was evidence, and then it, uh, well, it vanished. Um, I see. So no leads there, uh, right. but we're on the case. And uh, who, who were these uh, uh, c- civilians? Uh, what, what manner of warriors or passerbyers were they? Well, one um, uh, enthusiastic and rather over-caffeinated young lady. Um, she seemed rather magically adept, though, if um, uh, if, if I've made the right call. Uh, and, um, well, the other was the... Um, and look, I, I was going to speak to Elias about this yesterday, but... Um, the what, Torbrenner? It didn't seem like the time. Um, well, uh, as you know, this city has a, um, a young necromancer in training. The necromancer? Yes. You best be careful with that around Elias, you know. I, I, as I said, um, the, it didn't seem like the time. The hordes of the dead have claimed a number of our, our, our party. Uh, I'm not unaware of this, Rose. I, I do understand. Um, well, ye. It's okay, it's okay. There's no need to trouble Elias with this. She is a... a young woman. Um, you know, still finding her feet. Right. She does not, um... appear in any way evil. Right, well... I, I understand the stigma that... the powers that she wields come with, and... Uh, believe me, I am on my guard. But... Well, I'd be lying if she presented herself as any kind of threat, as of yet. Well, um, you know, you, of course, are free to follow any leads that you, uh, that you see fit, of course. But I, I try not to get Elias too stirred up about, about this kind of thing. Um, if there's anything necromancy related uh, I'd prefer it if you brought it to me rather than than him if, they, if that's alright uh, he's got a lot on his mind right now and I think him worrying more about well about you in particular um, and your safety would I'm not sure how well he'd take that I understand um, tact Yes. Uh, I'm getting better at it. Really? That honestly, that surprises me. That um, that that you could get uh, better. That you could get more more tactful. Obviously, um, <laughs> it surprises me that there's any room for improvement. Look, um, uh, <laughs> you just try to solve this case for for Langford. It's important for us that you you know. That we are seen to take a a leading foot in this. Yes, yes, of course. Tell me, um, Rose, I meant to ask on our on our our, our way in, and I, I suppose I'm it's foolish of me to to not have done um, this contract that we have with um, with uh, 
Miss Langford. Yes. Tenderfoot as I am, mm. is this the uh, is this the type of work we um, we blades normally undertake? Well, we are needed to deal with all manner of uh, of situations. Um, you know, we're um, we're not usually um, uh, required for. Uh, uh, situations like this, but 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 no. To tell tell you the truth, not not typically. Normally, we'd be uh, as you know. Usually, we're out in the wilderness, uh, 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 dealing with sort of the you know larger, more conventional threats. Um, being dragged into a city's business uh, is uh, not typical to us. But I think after, I mean, look after the losses. Um, to the to the dead um, I think it's probably for the best we get a little rest in time um, uh, you know between between things like that um, so yes this may not be this may not be typical for you but a, a nice you know easy job to tide us over keep us going uh, honestly I think Elias could, could use the rest Yes. Hmm. Anyway, I um, I have a lot to attend to today. Um, yes, of course. You of know, course. and I wouldn't want to keep you any further. You, you keep me informed of what uh, you find on that investigation, all right? Of course. Of course, Rose. Thank you. Uh, she uh, leaves the room, bumps into actually Croc the Mighty, uh, who's actually coming this way as well. And uh, she uh, says, oh, I'm so sorry, Croc, and then jumps past as Croc actually comes into your room as well. Looks surprised to see you. Ah, Brennan. Croc. What do you think you're what do you think you're doing? Still hanging about house. Why not out on street helping guard? Uh, well, um I thought I'd get dressed first. Ugh. Lazy little dwarf. <laughs> well you hungry for a rematch, are you, Croc? Hmm? <laughs> nah, I would not want to push you past your limits, little boy. <laughs> Yes, well. We're not down the mine now, dwarf. <laughs> no, we certainly are not. We certainly are not. Yes, uh, rocks don't move. Easier to hit. That's true. It is true. I have had to learn to uh, follow moving targets. It's been... Uh, been very challenging. How goes the uh, how goes the guard duty? Guard duty is excellent. For I yes. have Erin with me, and I am glad that they were dealt to be on my watch. And uh, you know, you have been moved to other missions farther away from me. Well, <laughs> excellent. Uh, not too boring for you. Hmm? Not uh, not a lot going on. I, I, I imagine just following the. To uh, Brennan, the rests are as important as the notes. I watch this city like a hawk. Well, <laughs> and I can see more, for my stature permits me much uh, farther range, you know. Ah, but yes, I'm it's... glad you're. I'm glad that you are on. Uh, I'm glad that you are on the duty of trailing around after the police. After all, it must be easier for you to keep your nose to the ground, given that it has farther to move. Yes, because I'm, I'm short. Excellent. Yes. 
correct. Was there um, any... <laughs> I suppose the, the the question I I, I want to ask is: it, Was there any particular reason you were uh, you came in here beyond? Um... Yes, reason you have package delivered. It is at the butler. Do not. Next time, pick your garbage up yourself. <laughs> well, a pleasure as always, Croc. Um, and um, yes, perhaps that rematch, eh? You're looking a little rusty. You are looking a little rusty and looking a little rusty for you, little boy. He just mutters to himself as he walks out. Just, <laughs> rusty, I <laughs> got rust on you. Have a lovely day. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, Croc let you know that there is a package for you with the butler. I uh, will get into my armor and fully ready and uh, go and go and seek that package out. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so you pop by up to the front of uh, Langford Manor uh, where the butler uh, passes you or, or some servant passes you a package um, and also lets you know that there is a uh, harbor guard officer waiting outside for you. They didn't see fit to let her in. Um... <laughs> Just see through the window, just just there's like toast and papers and just waving, frantic waving. Um, if if possible, um, in 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 future, um, as um, the uh, harbour guard in question is um, someone I'll be working rather closely with, if you could see fit to at least you know letting them into the retiring room or or, or somewhere, perhaps offer them a cup of coffee or, or you know some level of hospitality. Right, and I just take the box. I think the uh, I Fantastic. think I think I think the uh, I think the the croc stuff has got to me slightly, and uh, uh, I'll <laughs> head out to to see um, Zongroff. Uh, yeah, you hop out onto the streets of Old Harbor. Uh, Zongroff is there. Zongroff, you see Tor Brendan come out in his full uniform. Looks very awake, but also very. Oh, I don't know. There's something behind his eyes. <laughs> All right, and he's got a little package in his hand. Looks similar to the one that you uh, got this morning. Hmm. hmm. Morning. Good morning, Sergeant. Uh, did you manage to get any sleep? Um, yes, I did get sleep. Shall we take a walk? Mm, I Brennan? think we should. I think we should. Yes, good. As we as we're sort of beginning to put some distance between uh, us and um, uh, the Langford Manor, uh, I will just sort of absentmindedly open the open the box. Yeah, so it's a long, thin box, and um, what slides out into your hand is uh, a bottle, a corked bottle with some very fine champagne, and there is a note um, attached, same as yours, Zongraf with heart, says, anxious to meet you. Oof. Um, hey, I just turn you... the box over and shake it yeah, out. Do you know who that's from? No. No, can't say that I do. I pull out my little card that I've brought with me. I got some roses. You know, I really, really like to be excited about this because, you know, this is the kind of thing, you know, the, the <laughs> policeman on the case and, and then the, the killer is sending them messages. You know, it'll be, it'll be newspaper clippings, you know, cut up and spelling out. <laughs> it'll be, but I'm just, you know, really quite annoyed this morning and... Um, 
Look, should we table this? And I put the bo bottle back in the box and try to just stuff it in my bag. We'll get back to it. I feel like there's enough going on. Yeah. Um, and you know what? When the other two inevitably get a box with something in it and a little card saying, oh, uh, hello, lovely, whatever, then we can get back to it. Sorry, not myself. Coffee? Uh, yeah, just, you didn't, you've now met someone called Pine Silver, have you? No. Okay, I was just, I was on the list of people who'd send weird roses. It was... Right. Was just, well, you know, uh, now that I've overreacted, uh, coincidence is also a thing. So... Maybe we're popular. Anyway, prophetic visions. Perhaps we are. Perhaps we are popular. Uh, visions? Sorry, Oh, did you? This conversation has gone did, weird. Yes, <laughs> yes, apologies. It's I been a, a faintly irritating morning. Um, <sighs> did you have yeah, another one? I mean, look, I, I'll be honest. I was up late. I uh, fell asleep on my papers. I, I, I mean, I had a dream. I just, did you have a dream? Yes, yes, yes. I saw the city destroyed once again, but... Um, it was, uh, it was like, it was like it was definitely necromancy, I think is the, uh, is the only way I can put it. Um, you know, you right. could feel it. Uh, and okay. we, I, I, look, I'm coming to terms with a, a prejudice that I've held for quite some time, um, my whole life, in fact. Uh, just as an assumed um, kind of thing, you know, necromancer's bad. Uh, young Mrs. Adora seems uh, she's a charming girl. Uh, you know, wouldn't know how to fly. Uh, you know, unless it was mechanical and trying to kill her friends. Um, no. <clears throat> I don't know. This is odd and I can't help but think we're somebody's trying to tell us something and I don't know what it is and I don't know whether we should believe them look I think I I understand your suspicion and I trust I trust what you're saying I Look, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Isadora. Just, you know, she's... Look, she's... Clearly something's happening with her, too. The best we can do is, is be there for her, be there with her, and if this is... If she's part of it, then, well, at least we'll... We'll be there. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think this... At this point, I take out my speaking stone mm. um, and say, well, I guess we should find out if the others had uh, dreams as well. Would you like to bet on it? <laughs> I think uh, I think we might be on the same side. <laughs> um, I will send a very formal message without any emojis <laughs> um, <laughs> to... Um, yeah, Isadora and Meredith, um, and just um, uh, ask them to um, meet up at 
Meredith's cafe, because I assume she might be there. Yeah, fantastic. Meredith, my opinion is that you would probably have work today, so would be at Cafe Pirelli. Yeah, I was going to say, I hadn't hadn't checked my rota, but assuming I probably am, yes. so... Uh, not that I've yeah. made you a rota. I haven't made you... I want to be clear to everyone. I've not gone into such detail that I've made a work rota for Meredith. You're not committing, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 think, I think she's probably at work today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isadora, what are you up to? I think um, I will have gone back to the library to continue my research into visions and probably following the more theological line of questioning fantastic um yes you walk back into the library madam travel is back that horrible <laughs> night librarian <laughs> no longer present thank goodness uh, you know what? i think the night librarian had a point yeah, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything but madam trowel is there and and she kindly greets you she's so happy to see you oh morning dear how are you i'm i'm all right thank you um it's been a bit of a weird a weird day yesterday and a weird night but i'm i'm back to my studying yes. and i'm hoping that that will help me make sense of this weird messed up world we live in mm. you you've um, you've been in here an, an awful lot uh, lately are, are you all right dear um i honestly really don't know if i am all right oh but um i'll get back to you on that um, but but thank you for thank you for all your help. I don't have to send any worrying letters to any other members of staff, do I, about students' well-being? No, no, no. Um, yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll make sure to if if um, if things get dire, I'm, I'll definitely make sure to talk to people about it. Um, just at the moment, it's something I need to work out. On, on my own good well um I, there's one thing i can help you with um and uh, i presume you're here looking for uh, some books um, perhaps i can help you with that yes please that would be great um i'm looking for the um the kind of theological view of visions and prophecies hmm that's an interesting subject but i'm sure i can track something down and uh she goes to work. Uh, please, can you roll uh, uh, that intelligence check again with advantage, please? All right. Natural 20 oh, and a natural 19 good. on the other one. Oh, what? that's what I wanted. <laughs> oh, I love I'm a study this demon. <laughs> this is going to make my, uh, this is, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, read everything. Every bit of paper you have there, Zach, just I read just, it. I us. just rip pages out of my notes. <laughs> I'm just, you are looking through books and you find a, a you find a, a good chunk of kind of similar stuff that you've definitely read before uh, and, and kind of text going over the same thing. But you, because this is kind of the accepted you, but you go deep. It said that some visions have been reported throughout history that are said to come directly from the gods. In old traditions, these people were known as idols. This is literally the Nat 20 section of this. <laughs> um, people who were said to be selected by a god. They received visions of a possible future that they could then steer towards or avoid. There is a name connected to this theory. 
and a text likewise connected. It is the name of an ancient figure from folklore known as Valorous, and the book from which they hail the ways of valor. Okay. And that is what you find. Wonderful. I'm definitely nerding out massively and I'm just like, Madam Trowell, Madam Trowell, you're a genius. You've helped me find the best books ever. I'm so excited. I need to I need to tell my friends. I need to tell my friends. This is brilliant. Oh excellent. Well I'm I'm glad to see your spirits have lifted a little bit more. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, everything's still very weird and I still don't really know what's going on, but I have a lead and hopefully that will help. A footnote does point you specifically to the book, The Ways of Valor. As you finish receiving this amazing intelligence from the books, Madam Trowell delivers on her job. There is a reason they've kept her around for so long. She's an That's amazing right. librarian. Wait, what are you talking about so long? You're not saying I'm old, are you? <laughs> I'll have you know I'm still in the prime of my youth. You get the message through from Zongroff saying that they're going to meet at Cafe Pirelli. Okay. Um, is there... Um, so is it kind of like a reference library where you have to keep everything in there or can you take books um, out on loan? You can check books out, I'd say. Cool. I would... I'll turn to Madame Charles and say... Would it be possible to um, take out the the ways of valor on loan? Ah, uh, hmm, the the ways of valor—that's an old one. Um, hmm. Yes, I, I I dare say I can dig that out for you, but um, that's not precisely something we keep on the uh, on the shelves. But for you, of course, I will go and find it. It may uh, it may take a while to dig out of the. Um, the back room. Um, I'll. Uh, it doesn't appear to be on the system, but I, I. I will see what precisely I can dig up for you. Of course, thank you very much. Um, uh, I do actually have to go and meet up with my friends just now, so perhaps I could come back later and give you a bit more time to to look it out. Oh, good! You have. Um, you have friends now. That's nice. <laughs> Yes, I, I I met them all yesterday, and now we're all best friends. Right. <laughs> right. Stu I hope they're students. Hope hopefully, um, or what? One of them is about my age, I think. One um, of them. And the other, yeah, and the <laughs> others are they are older. Good. Yep. Good. Well. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's nice. Um, that's nice yes, it is. for you. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll let you get on. I, yes, I really quite. should be going. But um, but thank you again. Of course. I really appreciate it. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Bye-bye. See bye -bye. you later. Can I just... I would like to just clarify one point actually quickly with what you just learned, Maddie. Mm -hmm. What she's going to find for you is a complete version of The Ways of Valor. Okay. Nice. You what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Backstories merging. Get it together. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And you all meet at the Cafe Pirelli. Meredith, you're working behind the bar, but it is a slow uh, mid-afternoon roughly right now. Um, Isadora, you walk in first because you're the closest. Uh, you see Lorenzo's off to the side. He's actually getting the stage ready for tonight for open mic night. And uh, a couple moments later, Tor Brennan and Zongroff, you walk in. Yeah, I think we walk in and uh, yeah, Zongroff immediately kind of gestures to the quietest table um, in the place. Yes, yes. Cool. Lorenzo, I'm just going to take a quick break, yeah? What? Oh, fine, yeah, whatever. Mm. I'm bored. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, take a break. Take 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 Sweet. an hour. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Why does he keep you around? Take take take, take it out. Take a couple hours. Actually, it's all uh, it's all less to pay on it, my end. I feel like. No. Um, oh. Oh, I thought it was like a paid break. Not like you're doing anything around here, of course. No, no. <laughs> take the rest of the day. It's all good. It's all good. No, no, no. I mean, I'll be back for open mic night oh, later. No. Um, and also, look, like, I brought some customers in, so that's always good, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, no, I, I... I think the second she's, like, walked away from the counter to go and sit down with us, I'll go up to the counter and order drinks. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Hey, hey, what's, uh, what's up? What's up, boss? What can I get uh, you? Yeah, you know? Yes. Yeah. Hello, sir. Yeah. Um, if you say a Winville whip, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see you try. <laughs> We're about the same height. Don't watch it. I kind of just really pointedly look at him while he's looking at me. I assume uh, this uh, this is a, a, a gnomish gentleman yeah. um, wearing just, the uh, garb of a barista. Um, <laughs> massive dwarf in plate armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, now that I look at you... I'm, <laughs> I can tell you've got a sense of humor about yourself. I'll get you a coffee. Yes, four would be would be wonderful. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Jake. Make mine a Winfair whip, please. Mm, I don't make that. And one Winfair whip for the lady. I don't make those. It's on the board. It's not on the board. It, it is. Damn it, it's on the board. How do you get it on the board every time? This is ridiculous. I have tried confiscating chalk and it's there all the time. Do you buy your own chalk? Do you have chalk at home? It sells really well and i always have you've been selling this um yeah zongroff just starts coughing really loudly (laughs) and uh and a a a glass of water for my (laughs) my orcish friend glass of water for your friend great uh lorenzo (laughs) goes to work making your coffees and they'll be over in a moment thanks so much lorenzo you're the best well good morning everyone Okay, I think yeah. As soon as every like the the second everyone is sat down, I think Zongroff is looking a bit manic at this point, just being like, 
Um, hi, how did everyone sleep last night? Not good. Not good. Not. It was a bad time. It was scary. Mm-hmm. It was very scary. Um, yes, I, I, I saw the city destroyed um, once again. Same for the rest of you, I assume. I saw the Ivy Lanes destroyed um, with a with a crater in them. I I didn't I didn't see anything like that. I um, I saw my dad and my mum, and I haven't seen my mum since I was a baby. So that was very weird. And your father? Have you seen him recently, or? Um, well, I was I was living with him just before I came to came to the academy. Um, I've lived with him all my life. Um, he he he's great. He's a, a tailor in the in the village and very well respected. And uh, but sometimes sometimes he gets ill and I have to look after him. But I try and keep his spirits up and all that kind of thing. Um, but he's he's been well for 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 a while now. So I, I'm hoping he's okay. And I. I I try and send letters as often as I can, but yeah, my my mum she left when I was really young, and my dad's never really told me what happened. Um, but I get the feeling, but I get the feeling it wasn't a happy circumstance. I just, yeah, I've never sort of plucked up the courage to ask really plainly about what happened but in my dream she was there and she didn't have a face and she tried to um she tried to strangle me so that was uh not pleasant uh, i'm sorry it's not ideal sorry it's, it's a lot for first thing in the morning i'm i'm sorry yeah no it's um things are getting stranger um I've never been any good at this. Oh, yeah. I, 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 it seems hopeless to try and keep things from people. I, I've always been, I've always been an open book, um, and there's there's enough backsliding and and uh, trickery going on in the city uh, uh, as it is. It would seem, um, Miss Isadora, in my uh, vision uh, last night, it appeared that the city had been. Um, uh, uh, destroyed by um, necromancy. Oh, very reminiscent of of what I have heard of the um, the atrocities carried out by the Undying King. Um, atrocities. My commanding officer, uh, head of the Blades of Valorous Elias, the forthright, was um, on the front lines of uh, his family, and many, many others were killed. Um, I'm not pointing a finger, I'm simply being honest about what I saw. And there was a part of me that uh, was not going to say that (laughs) when I sat down just now, but um, you you seem an open book also, and it does not feel right to lie to you. Thank you. Thank you for being honest with me. I I appreciate it. Um, I've done a lot of reading about necromancy as you can imagine and no one seems to agree about anything so it's hard to know what the truth is um some people think that i am a direct 
incarnation of the of the undying king and an, an abomination and destined for evil but other people think that i'm a, some kind of some kind of uh, projection of roz and her like representative on on this planet and i neither of them seems to fit with how i who i am i just don't i i don't know i don't um presume to to tell you your business young lady but um uh, you're neither um you're you and um you know that's it i wouldn't concern yourself too hard with trying to be what other people tell you you are um Nice. Do what you feel. Yeah, I can agree more. We all we all have um, we all have stations that the people in our lives say this is it. You go down that hole and you break all those rocks, you know. And um, and you don't have to do that. That was personal. Um, good. <laughs> Coffee with friends. Um, uh, where are those coffees? Uh, Lorenzo, as, as you say that, just kind of stood like listening to like that last like couple seconds. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I actually had those here. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. It was... It's pretty grim. It's pretty grim stuff. Anyway, uh, I have coffees, I guess. There you go. Uh, and a water for you. And uh, did not make a Winville whip. Don't know how to make those. You should learn. I should check over the ingredients list if you're selling to customers. That's <laughs> what I should probably do. Anyway, no, just just take your coffees and I'm probably going to leave you to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <sighs> Sorry, uh, over, over, oversharing. Um, no, for what it's worth, I think. I mean, I think. Torbrennan's right, I think. Clearly this, uh, whatever's happening was not a one-off. I think that being honest with each other is the best thing we can do. We're clearly, whatever's happening, we're in this together. And I think it's important to remember that <clears throat> from what we learned yesterday, clearly, clearly whatever we see can be changed I um I saw my boss um Ironbone the one that's missing I uh I saw him I, I, I'm kind of looking at Tor Brennan as I'm saying this because I think he understands the most. Um, uh, I had a vision of him in the alley, the the alley that Lydia Periwinkle saw him in. I just I knew it was I knew it was there, and he was he was talking to some of the rapscallions. He. He looked like he was cooperating with them, and he left unharmed. So, a, a vision of the past, then? Maybe. I mean, 
my first thought was, um, maybe it is a vision. Maybe, maybe he was working with them. I mean, look, I was, I was up real late, so I don't know how much of this is vision and how much of it is just my brain, but the rapscallions for whatever they are, they, uh, well, they don't take kindly to people who harm their own. And uh, a rapscallion went missing. Maybe, maybe Ironbone thought that, you know, all these people going missing with no other leads, maybe he was trying to work with the rapscallions, a, a common enemy. Maybe they would help. But I don't know what you're saying. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we're just seeing seeing the things that we fear. Yes, perhaps. Perhaps. Well, we have leads to follow on, on the Rapscallions, at least. I wanted to ask, um, and I suppose I have to ask this of you, Sergeant, our two um, young friends here, I think it would do us well to have them along. Now, I understand you're going to balk at that almost instantly. They are civilians, and I understand. But you and I have two sets of particular skills, and I believe we require more. You and I can thump heads and uh, till the cows come home, but um, we would never have gotten out of that clock tower without these two. You understand that? You and I would have died. Um, I'd have run up to that machine and hit it as hard as I could with my sword, and perhaps you would have whacked it with those sticks of yours, and in the end we'd have died. And people on the ground would have died. If it wasn't for Isadora and, and Meredith, we would never have gotten out of there. I think we need them. Plus, you know, visions shared. Clearly this is supposed to be happening. I mean... Look, it's, it's really dangerous having, having civilians getting caught up in this, but I think it might be even more dangerous to not stick together. I agree. I mean, I kind of feel like I sort of lost a lot of my sense of direction and purpose yesterday so i mean if yeah you've got some things i can help out with with this whole situation i would love to be involved in any way that i can how does saving the city sound yeah i'd love that great perfect songroff smiles <laughs> and about the visions i've done some reading and it looks like from my research that it's unlikely that um, this is some kind of shared delusion and it's unlikely that someone is casting a spell on us because it's the, the limitations of magic mean that getting us all to have vision simultaneously is very unlikely. So my kind of path of research led me to the gods. Zongraf looks immediately sceptical. <laughs> um, so there were... Um, I saw that there were references to visions of a possible future um, that we could either go towards or avoid. 
and there was a, a figure in folklore that was connected with this theory, and that was Valerus. Right. Uh. <laughs> How much of, from what I've read, of the way... Did I get to read the whole thing or? You, I will presume you've read what exists for yes. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, ex- what for everyone else, uh, the Blades of Valorous uh, were founded on this half destroyed manuscript of a transcription of folklore, of stories passed down from generation to generation orally uh, that were then transcribed into the book, The Ways of Valor. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try very, very hard to not just fully jump to Valorous's center's visions and is guiding us on a quest. Uh, very hard for me to not make that jump. Please somebody else start talking. <laughs> well Yeah, to Brendan all I can say is uh maybe Valorous is sending you visions, but I don't think Valorous is sending me visions, so uh you know, I my uh, the librarian uh, Madame Trowell is currently looking out uh, a complete copy of the of the Way of Valor, so we can go there um, later today and have a look at that, and hopefully that will give us a few more answers. There's a there's a complete copy. Yes, um, I I wasn't necessarily aware of of the Way of Valor previously, but that's what. That's what she said. So I just always um, understood it was lost, and um, well, what was left of it was, huh? It wasn't on the system, which I thought was strange. But she said that it was like in a in a back room somewhere, and she could find it. So hopefully, uh, well, um, do let me know when you are um, heading to take a look at it. I'd be very uh, very interested indeed. So, uh, actually, Isadora, uh, you get a little buzz on your speaking stone, uh, and when you pull it out, you see the name uh, Zektog Gralshak pop up. It's a text message, and it says, uh, Hey, I hope it's all right. I actually got your details from a friend of mine uh, who has your name from some, like, class contact sheet. Um, Anyways, um, I just wanted to say I'm going to this open mic night at Cafe Pirelli tonight uh, with a friend of mine, uh, and it would be great if if you want to tag along I will kind of I have sort of torn between I've just found out about all these mis- disappearances and I'm also really excited because <laughs> the person I have a crush on is going to the same event as me so I probably have a very weird expression on my face and sorry, just kind I've of, been telling you about murder I'm sorry are you looking at your phone right now is that is that what you're doing you're looking at your phone right now yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry um, I, I just need to send a really quick message it'll be really fast and I'll be right back with you um, it's it, no please priorities can yeah. I roll perception to see if she's looking like particularly kind of yeah, flirty. Yeah, please do. Roll me a, if you're trying to hide it, Isadora, please roll me a pose. Yeah, no worries. I, I got a 20 charisma. Um, not natural. Uh, okay, well, if I add a background, um, I've got a 13, so... <laughs> yeah, um, you, you do see that Isadora's down. looking a little like... Uh, it's got, got a smile on her face, but uh, you don't really intuit much beyond that. Uh, yeah. She's just smiling, looking at her, her speaking stone. 
Oh, well, it's nice to see her happy after those bad dreams last night. So, what are you responding back? I'm responding. Oh, I was actually going to the open mic night anyway. It'd be really great to see you there. Um, and then I think there'll be like a pause and then um, a, a message like two minutes later, like looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I think, yeah, five minutes later, it's like, great. Me and my friend will be turning up kind of a little later in tonight. So we'll see you then. And then um, amazing and several emojis um, trying to trying to be platonic. So no love hearts, <laughs> and smiley faces and stars and microphones and things. On a speaking stone, they're hieroglyphs. Yes. <laughs> You're trying extra hard to not look flirty. And I'm wondering if I can get you to roll a charisma check to see how successful you are in choosing the right emojis. <laughs> okay, yeah. No accidental eggplants. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I got 14. You accidentally send a winky face in there, but you think <gasps> oh, oh, you're no. probably okay. Mm. okay. Okay. Is it that... the winky face with the little heart or is it just the winky face? It's just the winky face. Mm. It's it's not it's not it's not overly romantic. Presumably the rest of us at the table have just been yeah. silent for three and a half minutes. While You're we... all speaking at the same time, but I no, feel like we're, we're just like, <laughs> we're, we're just all <laughs> waiting for her to be done. So I can continue telling about the horrible murder. Right. Yeah, right. Sorry. I'm back. I'm back. It's uh, yes. Murders. Yes. Well, I mean, um, I'll be, I was kind of done. One, one murder that we're, that we're aware of. From here, guys, uh, I'm kind of, Throwing this out to you guys, uh, we're going to go into a little bit of downtime today between now and open mic night later today. I want to know what you guys are getting up to, what sort of things you want to do uh, between now and then. So I think Meredith is very keen to have a little practice on her viola before open mic night. So I don't know whether she's doing that in Cafe Pirelli and annoying Lorenzo with it or whether she <laughs> in fact yeah she's working isn't she so she's, she is technically working yeah, he did, so he she's, did she's, technically she's, give you the day off unpaid if you want to take the day off unpaid yeah but I think I think I'm just sticking around and I'm sort of going hey hey Lorenzo what, what do you think of this and I'll just like play a few bits and uh, well I mean I'm trying to work I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out whether I'm uh, whether I'm paying you today or what what is this? Are you working I mean, today? Is this work? For yeah, you? yeah, I'm I'm working. I'm entertaining yeah. you. It's great. Entertaining mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's not your job. Do you that's love it? Job. That's why that's actually why I organize an entire open mic night to entertain people. It's actually not your job to be the entertainer. It's your job to okay, take orders. But but mm. it's gonna look really embarrassing for you if tonight, like one of your employees gets up on that stage and just plays something completely awful, gets booed off. Nobody ever wants to come back to Cafe Pirelli See, ever again. You lose See, money. All right. Look. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I lose more money when people see you lazing around on the bar and assume that we are closed uh, than if you perform an open mic night acting in your capacity as uh, as uh, uh, somebody who does not currently work here as a, as a normal guest. I mean, 
I think if people see me faffing about with my violin today, they'll go, oh, how whimsical. Oh, sorry, viola. Um, <laughs> they'll go, oh, how whimsical. They have a musician in, in Cafe Pirelli. Um, you know, it, it could be a USP, like the Winville Whip. Yeah, I'm not I'm not paying you for that. I'm not paying you for that. I've made up my mind. You're not getting paid for today. <laughs> Isadora, do you want to secure a spot at the open mic night tonight? Yes, I do. So if there's a sign-up sheet before I leave, I will sneakily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a sign-up sheet for uh, anybody who wants to come along. You know, the more the merrier. You know, it's, it's open mic. You know, we got, a, we got a few acts already, but uh, any anything else is, uh, is good for us. Nice. Yes. Um, I actually have this uh, traditional dark elf folk song that I want to do. I'm kind of nervous, but I think it'll be fun. Very so, good. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the clientele love, uh, love exotic performances, you know, from far off lands. They love it. Looks, looks real classy. <laughs> cool. Okay. You know. So what are the rest of you guys doing in your downtime? Um, I would like to go to the library to check out the Ways of Valor, and I'm assuming that Tor Brennan probably wants to join. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are both welcome to go do that. I We will do that in a moment. Zongraf, what are you up to? Oh, I should probably try and solve one of these many <laughs> mysteries <laughs> <laughs> that are imperiling the city and our lives. Um, I mean, if 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 my shiny new partner Tor Brennan is is off to the library, I might. Um, I'm, I'm wondering about these packages that Tor Brennan and I yeah. received and whether mm-hmm. there's anything I can do to uh, potentially try and trace them or identify like a supplier that would have these kind of things, you know, that does delivery as it were. Um, so I might be able to find uh, where this awesome. has come from. Uh, great. So I'm going to set uh, for if you guys trying to do anything particular, I'm going to set downtime DC, this kind of finding information stuff. DC is going to be at 20 across the board. Ooh, can I just check as well? Zongraf, have you told us to kind of keep the information you've shared about these yes. disappearances hush hush for now? Or? Yes, I think I, I would have explained. Um, Fabulous. Not only that, it's it's, um, you know, I think. uh <laughs> obviously important for public safety that some things be kept quiet but obviously i'm sharing with you stuff that is police stuff that yeah you know normal people probably shouldn't know so if we can all just be cool remember can we just can we just be cool though be cool (laughs) we'd all just be Be real grateful if we all be cool (laughs) okay uh yeah so you rock up to the athra library and you see madam trowell is there hello there um oh hello dear Hi, um, sorry, uh, do you, ha- have you found the Ways of Valor in the back room? Ah, I have found the Ways of Valor. Unfortunately, it is locked in the vault. I'm afraid uh, another professor uh, has actually put a rule on it that it, it cannot be uh, lent out um, to, oh. to, to anyone, really. Um, it's, it's very strange. It's a lot of security for... For, for, for a book, but um, yes, no, I'm afraid it's actually very limited access. Well, um, I, I have one of my friends with me. See, friends, yeah, real friends. Um, and <laughs> Oh, that's nice. You have friends. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> that's good. Uh, and um, he's actually part of the, the Blades of Valorous, and it's a very important text for them. 
and so oh, I was wondering if any wow. exception could be made. Uh, well, um, like I say, I'm afraid that not even I have access to the vaults. It's professors only. Um, Professor uh, Leonor um, uh, teaches divine casting. Um, has actually uh, put put um, put put a for, put a forbidden access ticket on it. Uh, I couldn't get in if I tried. I'm afraid. Okay, that's that's all right. Where um. <clears throat> Where where might this professor be found um, at this time of day? Oh well, like I say, I mean, like I say, uh, she is uh, is teaching right now. Um, I suspect if you if you checked a few of the classrooms, I don't have her schedule on me. But um, well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want you to disrupt anyone's lessons. Ah, well, of course, Isadora. You know that you have class with Leonor um, tomorrow. Okay. Um... Actually, um, Tor Brennan, I think I, I have class with her tomorrow, so um, maybe I could check in about that then. Um, you're welcome to come along if you think that will help. Yes. Uh, feels like a, the wrong time to be distracted by things of this nature. People are in danger, and uh, perhaps it is selfish of me to put matters like these before the good of the people, uh, but... If you have class and you've no intention of skipping it, then uh, yes, perhaps um, perhaps you could put in a word for me. Absolutely. Um, yes, I, I yeah. Sometimes I think I have skipped a few classes the past couple of days, um, <laughs> so I probably should show my face at least tomorrow, especially if it's going to help with this. Um, so, I was willing yeah. to say that you uh, you didn't have classes yesterday. <laughs> I think I think Isadora, even though she's a very dedicated and um, studious person, she's very easily distracted. So um, I think it's likely that she would have had some classes and just completely forgot about them. <laughs> that is fair. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you you two specifically want to get up to today? Mm. I guess I'll probably go catch back up with with uh Zongruff. yeah so you guys are investigating those packages right yeah great yeah. fantastic we will get over to the that in just a moment uh meredith can you just quickly roll me a, D, uh, a dc 20 check of however you want to say with your music uh yeah. maybe charisma with a, appropriate musical background i want to see how well you uh practice today okay because i might give you advantage later if you so that is a natural 20 Okay. Oh, so, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. 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 Practice real good. <laughs> okay, great. So you get really good practice in uh, yeah. today. And so I will uh, let you know that you can roll with advantage later on. I'll tell you when you can do that. Uh, but you will be able to. Well, I'm glad we're getting all the D20s out on the on the of the way on all the uh, completely worthless stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I feel I feel like I'm gonna be rolling natural ones later, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to a combat, and uh, it's gonna be nat one, nat, nat one, one, nat yeah, one. Absolutely. No, that was last combat, Zach. Yeah, it was last combat. Mm. Okay, right. So you guys, uh, Zongroff and Torbrennan, are going to head over. I think the best port of call for you. Uh, is gonna be with the post office. They would probably be able to ad identify kind of similar items and uh, that they've delivered and where they might be found. If you'd like to kind of go 
roll me a um a persuasion check i'd say some kind of persuasion check yeah i think i think i think Tom brendan's angle on this would be to to just go up to somebody and sort of present the package and just kind of try to try to try to kind of sweet talk them into some information about where it came from oh well can i help you at all dearies how are you oh, doing good day good day my dear um my um my colleague and I have uh, 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 been the subject of a, of a couple of mysterious um, um, parcels, uh, some sort of um, secret admirer, uh, it would oh. seem. Yes, quite. Very, uh, very exciting stuff. I wish I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, perhaps uh-huh. you shall. Um, mm. Now, we are um, just wondering if there's anything you could tell us about the uh, about the origin of these of these parcels, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of hand over the what. It, Whatever had a, any of this sort of a, the address? Uh, uh, it, it had your address on it. It didn't have any return address. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to roll, if you could roll me a charisma check to see yes. uh, how mm, convinced this person is to help you. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this, this, we are uh, nailing downtime. <laughs> this, um, I'll say she's a dwarven uh, woman. She's uh, very taken by you. It's like, oh, um, kind of tugs at her collar. Of course, um, young dwarf. Um, it's that luxuriant m- mustache that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so let me have a look at these. Um, I can look up the roots. If you just give me your addresses, I'll look up the roots and see if I can find where the origins of these parcels are. And um, you give her your addresses and she kind of goes into the back, kind of looks up some things and sa- and kind of comes back looking a little sheepish. She says, we can't give out uh, sender information obviously it's a bit of a confidentiality issue um but seeing as these are such wonderful gifts i suppose we can make an exception thank you very much and uh she's going to let you know that these sorts of items sometimes get sent and they always originate from the same business in the factory lanes that deals with, yeah, gifts and commemorative things and and very high-end things. And it's kind of a delivery service. You are told the name is Robbie's Gift Emporium. Could you roll me a quick, I'm gonna say this is gonna be a really low intelligence check for you, Zongroth. Okay. Any background or anything like that? Uh, policing, and I will say you can roll this with advantage because... Because Tor Brennan's so handsome? <laughs> no, uh, for something in the past you've done, okay. and I'll tell you what it is depending. Yeah, yeah. Um, 25. Great, amazing, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, so you remember from your research that you did last night, mm-hmm. reading all those documents, this is one of the shell companies that the Rapscallion uses. Right. Rapscallions use. And that is owned by them. Okay. So you can pretty feasibly deduce that these gifts were sent to you uh, by the Rapscallions. Uh, disappointing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, were you wanting someone else right. to have sent it? <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, gifts from enemies. Um, uh, can I just get a quick reminder on what the messages were? 
Yeah, so the messages were... Was, like a, was, uh, a, bottle of, was a bottle of wine? You got champagne. A bottle of wine for you, Tor Brennan. Uh, sparkling wine, specifically. Uh, and it said, yours said, Tor Brennan, anxious to see you. Yeah. Um, I, I just, as so I'll, I'll t take the sort of packaging back. Uh, and and as, as we leave, I will uh, I will present the uh, dwarven lady behind the counter with the bottle of wine. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, thank Smooth. you. Um, you can absolutely come by any time. Thank you, uh, young d dwarf. Your I didn't get your name. Oh, Tor Brennan, uh, paladin of the Blades of Valorous. This is for you, and thank you so much for your for your help today. Thank you. I'm Miranda. It's lovely to meet you. A pleasure. I'll take a hand. I'll kiss it. Oh. And then I'll I'll, I'll turn on turn on my heel and uh, and head out. Uh, okay. As as we leave, I'll just be like, well done, Tor Brennan. That was that was really good. Um, what was? Oh, getting the information, uh, and uh, I, I oh. mean, I hope the champagne isn't poison. That'd be weird. Oh, it's the Rapscallions, by the way. That's who owns the business. <laughs> sort of. Should should we? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, you you. She kind of let you know that. The packaging was all sealed. Yeah. It doesn't look tampered with. Yeah, can I can I just say if Zongroff actually the, thought get it the was paper, maybe get poison. the paper tomorrow and it's yeah. like <laughs> mail worker yeah, dies uh, roll, in poisoning in fact, both incident. Of me roll, both of you roll me a charisma saving throw, please. So just oh, modifier. Yeah. Seventeen. Nineteen. It, considering how easy it was to track that bottle back to the rapscallions Probably it's probably. unlikely they would have really yeah. done that can i can i just say for the record if zongroff thought that this was going to poison a random person <laughs> she would have done more than just tease tor brennan about it so just, you know <laughs> we're not quite that reckless yeah open mic night is just a couple hours away and the rapscallion crime family have discovered that zongroff and tor brennan are somehow on the case do they have good intentions? Is Open Mic Night in danger? We'll find out more next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. Hey guys, uh, can you let us know where we can find you all? Uh, and I'm gonna start with you, James. Hi, um, yeah, so you can find me at Barbarosaphone on Twitter. Um, you can also uh, check out uh, Zach and my other podcast, The Orphans. Um, just search uh, Orphans Audio in your podcatcher of choice uh, or The Orphans in your podcatcher of choice and you should be able to track us down. It's a, it's a great time. It's a sort of dark, soy-foley um, drama, very character-driven. Uh, Maddie, where can, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract. Um, and you can also find out about uh, my personal podcast projects at snazzytapier.wordpress.com. And I also guest as Claire in Y2K audio drama. So you can search on the socials and the podcatchers for that. Woo. Uh, Pip, where can people find you? Uh, my uh, social media presence is as empty as my cold, cold heart, but I can be found popping up in, in, in various uh, uh, wonderful podcasts. Uh, the Orphans, Wooden Overcoats, uh, Victoriosity, and I'm sure lots and lots more. Liz, what have you got? Um, I can be found on social media at Liz X Campbell. I uh, don't tweet much, but maybe if uh, you tweet at me, maybe that'll encourage me to do so. And hey, if you want to tweet at Pip, you know, send it to me and I'll uh, I'll pass it on through that uh, carrier pigeon that we have between us. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love promoting this uh, messenger by proxy Just system. Just like 
But just like in the game. Oh my god. Well, Brennan doesn't, doesn't have a I'm phone. Not. And people have to call right, I'm not girl. playing a character, James. Oh no. It's all <laughs> oh, gone no. too real. The veil has been lifted. And finally, Laura, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on social media with the handle at by Laura Girling. Um, it's mostly illustration. And likewise, um, if you want to contact Pip, um, tweet me and I'll send him a handwritten letter. <laughs> Don't promise things you can't deliver. I can't. Yeah, I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll like the idea at the time and then I'll forget about it. Sorry. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find me personally at ZACKFG. Uh, Zach FG on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Realms of Peril and Glory at Realms Pod. And the absolute best way of supporting this show is to head on over to patreon.com slash light and tragic. Uh, there you can get bonus episodes. You can get behind the scenes content, production updates, lots of really cool stuff that you're going to want to get your hands on. Uh, and thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Farewell. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.